Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering how Peloton stock rose and fall just like that. Just like that. Kim K making lawyer moves. Let's go. And how Mexico always has a way of stirring things up with Bachelor Nation. Just the way we like it. And this is episode 193. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. What's up? I don't know. That intro got me super hyped, V. Nice right up. It really did. Nice it really did. Um, a lot of fun things ahead in this episode. Shout out to everybody checking in. Um, yeah, V, how's everything been going with you? What's going on in your life? I've been, you know, these these weeks leading up to Christmas really are a steady roll of, of to-do things. Of course. Things that I have to, to done. Things that I, you know, social events. Um, this past week I went to, it's called second Fridays and it's was started by uh, queer women out in Denver, but they're starting it here. So it was like a little queer ladies night, Friday night party at Argosy here in East Atlanta that I went to. How it was, was it? Cool. It was pretty cool. It was yeah. pretty fun. I love that bar. I haven't been in a while. Um, and it was cool to talk with fellow ladies. Um, I went to, I did some Christmassy things. I really truly have not in the spirit. I think I have a hard time ever since I moved to Atlanta. I've had a hard time getting as into the Christmas spirit because it's not cold here. Um, and to be honest, it's only been getting warmer. And then I get upset because I think about global warming and how like if we have children, they're probably not going to get a full lifetime because the world is burning. Oh, the holidays. But, I know. Happy holidays to everybody. Um <laughs> Bah humbug. But um wrong side effects. I meant to do this. But I did do some fun Christmassy things. So my friend Michaela, her dad has a a house out in Stockbridge, which is like forty minutes south of the city. And um he does like these intense Christmas like lights and then if you go into his house he has like all these decorations he has like 10 trees throughout his house he has like a whole like multi-level uh village set up like you know those like little village setups they do for Christmas um so we did a little bit of party happen went there and then we took the party back into the city and we went to Tiki Tango slash uh, Whiskey Foxtrot in Midtown for their Christmas bar situation me my friends uh, Katie and Clarissa and her boyfriend Josue so that was a ton of fun um, and then Sunday I did a Christmas an annual Christmas cookie party hosted by my dear friend Janelle um, every year I make a cookie that because she has uh, dick cookie cutters from a bachelorette party so I always make a dick you know a festive dick cookie and this year I will say, was probably my best. I also made a lot of good um, snowmen. All right, have you ever made a cream-filled one? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) Yo, I had to. I'm sorry. Um, Uh, You should do like an oatmeal cream or something like that one extra year. Oh, yeah. It's a sugar cookie, but we do put some, you know, some frosting on it, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, well, that's cool. I'm actually, I think I'm going to Tiki Tango this week for, I have to go for one of my um, actor 
friends from class invited me to this networking event they're having out there because she's like oh, a cool. dancer and she's like works at this like cool studio that's like having this cool networking event you should come if you want to oh um, dope. yeah so that's on thursday um uh at tiki tango so i'll be heading there uh i actually i haven't done too much christmas stuff either but i did get to hang out with you this past week yes we got to hang out yeah i mean I, it really just means a lot to me i mean i've been kind of busy in my own world it's hard to really get out and like see my friends as much um over the last couple weeks just like holiday times everyone's got plans like you know right um except for me it seems like but uh but I mean, I go home, um, but I came back this weekend and I just felt weird not seeing you. And you hit me up like on a Friday being like, you got time for lunch tomorrow? I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. So that was really fun. I appreciate um, any time I get with UV. Uh, yeah, it was a blast. It was good catching up. Yeah. You know, we had some good eats. We had some good drinks. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I mean, I wasn't good even going to drink. And then you got you ordered that uh, Bloody Mary. And I was like, all right, let's go. It's it's past noon. Well, so, it was it was brunch. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I just I didn't know what temperature you were on. I'm kind of just like going off of people's temperatures. I don't want to be the one that's like shots. So um, I mean, I'm not like a shots at brunch unless no, it's like sure. truly. I mean, I almost turned into the shots guy, but we had some donuts and that was cool. Um, there you go. Yeah. There you go sugar yeah, shots exactly um and then i actually finished my million dollar puzzle qr code with andy on sunday so that was pretty incredible how much money did um, you get? well we scanned it and you won't freaking believe it i got 25 cents again 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 <laughs> dude i am now 50 cents richer because of these dumbass puzzles david dobrik wow what well a this guy. one wasn't david it wasn't uh sponsored by david dobrik this one this time but they kept the puzzles Probably going not, yeah they cause... took they took david away and upped it from a hundred thousand to a million but um your boy didn't get lucky this time around i just i don't know i feel like one of these puzzles might do it for me one of the it is fun like do they I have another one coming out that's another million dollar puzzle or I think is they're just gonna... gonna keep it going they probably make so much money just like selling the puzzles like these are expensive puzzles like they're like 30 bucks or something so um you know for the amount of people that are probably buying them for the chance for a million dollars it's like they only can give 25 cents to a person that bought it for 30 whatever i, I know there's different cash prizes i just want to win more than 25 cents that's all i want like a dollar would have been amazing but um nothing so uh I'm, i'll get the next one let you guys know when, when that one's done but finished it proud of myself um before the end of the year this year so um nice. it's kind of like a once a year thing i do you know yeah. Puzzle for money. Uh, and then I uh, did an audition, which I'm pretty proud of, which I mean, mm -hmm. the reason why I'm proud of this specific audition is because, um, you know, I really trying to stay on top of like acting. And I mean, the classes take up a lot of my time on top of potting and work and life. But um, it's, it's just hard to audition because you have to have someone with you to read. Um, Andy, you know, lives down the street from me and he's always like, you know, willing to do it for me, but it turns into like a kind of a production. I got to set up lights. I got to do the camera. I got to do all this stuff. And, and by the time it's all set and I'm ready, I just kind of want to go. So I figured out a way to kind of just have a reader read over FaceTime with me. So my friend, I want to shout out to my friend JT. Oh, he, I love that. Yeah. He, uh, he's now able to like read um for me with these scripts just having them on facetime on a laptop and it works perfectly that's and, awesome and i was just really happy that it worked out because i was like how am i going to do this i can't invite someone every time 
And I'm also trying to inspire JT to become an actor too, because I think it'd oh, be wow. really, I think he's, first of all, would be amazing at it. He's like the best, most entertaining person I've ever met and um, just has the skills for it. Just, I don't think he's applied it to acting in this sense yet, but I really think he's got what it takes. So I'm going to help him. I'm going to try to convince him. And, um, and then I did, I did, I did do a holiday thing. I went to go see the holiday lights at um, the botanical garden here. I'm in jealous. Atlanta. I haven't been this year. I yeah, love those. Though. It's kind of like a staple every winter. People try to go and check out the lights. It's like, you know, you get a ticket and you walk around the gardens and it's beautiful flowers. They're gorgeous. It's the so cool. And, yeah. So, um, yeah, I uh, I did that. And that's pretty much all I did. Uh, that was the most I've done in a while, actually. I was about uh, to say, like, it's pretty, we've had pretty chock full of weeks. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I don't really get to say a lot. I don't really do a lot. But I did this week and I was, and I, there's a lot more that probably happened. I'm just forgetting. You know how I forget. But um, V, I would really want to know something. And I bet you know what I want to know. But I need to know. What are you watching? Well, um, we talked about it on last week's show, but how Kanye and Drake did a little free Larry Hoover, you know, police like reform concert Mm -hmm. that was streamed on Amazon Prime and other, you know, Amazon things. I watched that. I stayed up because, of course, it was supposed to start at eight and then they pushed it till nine. And then I don't think it actually which and this is Pacific time. So that is like so eight Pacific time is like 11 our time. So then it didn't really start until like 1230 a.m. And so I stayed up. But it was I will be honest. It was all hits like for Kanye's set. All hits. He did all hits he did gold digger he did literally like old school stuff like i was dancing i was watching it in my bedroom you know at like 12 31 a.m and dancing around my bedroom to like old school kanye stuff and then drake comes on drake did, did like maybe like four new songs of his and i was like bro where's your throwbacks i want your throwbacks yeah but, i mean i didn't see the concert but i was listening to a podcast i was talking about it and they brought that up they're like this seemed like you know, yes, it was a Drake Kanye concert, but this seemed like more of a Kanye concert asking. I mean, Drake. yeah, it was technically featuring Drake, but like I just the the vast difference between their set list just felt like Yeah, I, I mean know. it, it kind of goes back to our conversation we had last week about Drake kind of just like this year, I feel like he's just he doesn't have much to prove. Like it's like he doesn't want to go up and fight against people that like you know, it's like, this is Kanye. He asked me to be here. I'm not coming over here to try to show everybody that I'm better than Kanye. I'm going to let Kanye shine. I'm going to let Kanye have the Grammy for Donda this year. I'm going to let, and, and we're going to squash it for a bigger cause that they both um, like feel for. So that's why you're getting just a couple of Drake's newer songs as opposed to him going and doing any of his throwbacks like Kanye did. So um, I had heard about that. Um, what else you've been watching? I watched. Yeah, is it worth um, me checking out? You think? Um, I think you'd, I think you'd enjoy, I mean, especially cause like you're an OG yay fan. Yeah. I think you'd like at did least. Did he do through the, the wire? Um, no, I don't think he oh, did, man. but, His first but he did song. other like old yay songs. But, okay. um, I also watched in holiday spirit, the girls got to eat, which is a podcast I listened to. They did a video on demand version of their New York City Christmas show because their Christmas shows are usually like big, crazy, whatever. I was honestly like a tad disappointed because I um, saw them here live in Atlanta, did their live performance in August. And a lot of the content was 
repeated or similar or just like slightly added on because back in August, one of the hosts was still dating her boyfriend and now she isn't. So like they just added a couple of things about their breakup and stuff to it. Um, and then there was just like, you know, some like a, a some Santa related, like, you know, stuff, whatever. So do you think, to, do you, so you, cause you paid money for it. Is that why you're upset? Yeah. Like I paid like $12 for it. Wow. So yeah, I mean, it was it not enjoyable. I mean, it was still enjoyable. Just, um, just as like you've seen this before. It's like you- I had my friends Aaron and Mackenzie over who went to see the live show with me back in August. And we were all like, OK, we laughed like, the parts that were newer to us. We were like, OK, this is funny. And plus, um, one of our favorites, Jared Freed, was like a little guest uh, like he did parts of it. So, yeah, he's funny. I love Jared Freed. And um, so. They brought him on, which we love. But yeah, we were kind of, di- we were all like slightly disappointed. We we're like, oh, like they made this seem like this was going to be like, you had to like get, you know, this whatever, because it was going to be such a different, more spectacular show. But I'm like, I'm, in all honesty, like, I'm happy that we saw our live show back in August because it was same thing. But like the energy of being in, there in the room is so much different. Um, right, noted. But yeah, and then well, you're I a loyal did, fan. I hope we have a one day fans like you out there. So right, right. Well, and then I did watch, which we'll get more into in a bit. But I watched the first two episodes of and just like that, which is the Sex and the City reboot on HBO Max. Um, but we'll get we'll get into it when we talk to, about some of our quick hits. Word, word. Um, but well, Sai, what have you been watching? Me, I mean. Surprised there's anything left for me to watch. Um, no, I, uh, I I went back old school. First of all, let's let's talk about what we talked about last week. I talked about wanting to get into Barry. Right. I watched the first five episodes last night. Um, first five. I love how you say first five. Well, you said how the many- first two episodes are just like that, so I said first five. Yeah, but that's all that's out. But <laughs> okay. Because it's the first two. That makes sense. First five is like that could be half a season. That, that's just- that was half a season, but they're good. Right. They're digestible episodes. Um, thirty minutes each, and yes, it's exactly like I thought it was. He's uh he's a hitman, and he f- somehow stumbles into an acting class and gets the bug of acting and and the show is like the it's bug if you if anyone ever watches the first episode of, of of barry um literally the way the acting class is the teacher the students after class meeting up and talking about acting and roles and and movies and stuff is it like real life it's it's real life it's real life and and honestly i remember the first time i i did it like you know being around a bunch of actors after ha- like a class after like this is like people are obsessed with this stuff like you know it's 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 almost like there's no way that people are this nerdy about acting and you really are you get this acting bug where it's like you just you love it and even if it's hard or it's embarrassing and stuff you keep going and doing it so i thought i thought the show is amazing if you're into acting or into good shows barry is an amazing show so check it out on hbo um i'm gonna try to watch more tonight uh and then i also watched a throwback disney movie now this one is, is problematic um i don't know have you ever seen the movie blank check I've heard of it, but I don't think I've watched it. Well, it's still, I mean, if you have Disney Plus, go and watch it tonight. It's kind of like a Home Alone-esque, except not Christmas themed um, type of movie where a kid 
stumbles upon uh he gets a he gets a uh, receives a blank check and mm. um he ends up you know writing it for a million dollars and like well 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 yeah hi and and uh things ensue there and, remember guys void out those checks or else that's yeah exactly but happening. this this is like an early 90s like movie so um it, but so the the problematic part of it is the fact that i mean there's a lot of problems with it with old movies but this one <laughs> is a lot of problems this, this kid is like a 10 year old kid or something like that and um and the love interest in this is like a hot like uh i would i, I don't I, like she would probably be my age now oh but you know her 30 year old woman or something like that and that's like the love interest of this like 10 year old kid and it's a disney movie and i'm not gonna tell you the ending but um it's not right so um but what the, mo- the hell all right <laughs> i mean it's just it's not like terrible but like it's pretty bad um, i'm just gonna wikipedia yeah i'm just surprised it's still on disney plus like but check it out it's a it's an entertaining movie it's one it's a classic for me um so um, I definitely recommend Blank Check. Uh, but V, I kind of want to know, uh, I mean, I already know what you're watching, but I, I, I uh, why don't we do something we like to call Quick Hits? Sorry, I'm messing up our segments here. Yeah, what the heck? Anyways. I got a new segment coming in between here soon. So guys, be ready for anything. Ooh, okay. I was just joking. I don't know. I was just trying oh to save my, my cool. ass. That's so surprised for me. Anyways, <laughs> um, so Sex in the City. The reboot and just like that. Mm. First of all, they are off the fucking rails. This is a spoiler if you haven't watched the first two episodes or you haven't been on the internet. Spoiler. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. In the first episode, they kill Mr. Big off. Wow. And how they do that, they they really they load up on the whole how he's doing Peloton. It's his thousandth ride with his favorite trainer, Allegra. All right, Allegra, like the spicy like- little Latina, you know, <laughs> cyclist. Yeah, and he has he like hops off the bike after a successful thousandth ride, and as he's like trying to like make his way over to their bougie ass shower, because of course him and Carrie are living large, um, he has a stroke, and like is stroking out, and Carrie is at a recital for charlotte's kids and comes home to him like half like you know stroking out on like the floor of her bathroom and all she does is you know hold him and then he dies in her arms he was trying to like grab his phone whatever no nobody nobody calls 911 I have a lot of issues with this. It seems like they, I don't know. It seems a little shady shifty that he died this way, but Peloton, Peloton stock went down the toilet right after this um, premiered, but then they're smart. They used, I guess it's uh, Ryan Reynolds's media company. They used them to create a clapback commercial of sorts that um, has, uh, Mr. Big alive with Allegra, the, the the actress that played Allegra for the Peloton thing. And like, you know, they're on the couch, like flirting, doing whatever. And it then at the end, it's like the little stuff is voiced over by Ryan Reynolds. And he like, it's, you know, and they're all like, blah, 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 blah. Like you know, liability stuff really quick. And he's at the end, he's like, he's alive. Like it's really Fatality. very 
very clever. And they were all like, we're going to go, we're going to get back on it. I have to say how social media reacted to this was great. I know people who work for social media for SoulCycle and like they had done stuff being all like, hey, maybe he should have done SoulCycle instead of Peloton because like Peloton was just getting shit on. But it's not like Peloton killed Mr. Big. He also had a shitty lifestyle. But well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 very incredible. There's a lot of incredible things here. The fact that a stock could plummet because of a fake show. Right. Um, first of all, uh, secondly, that is a terrible way. Why didn't Carrie call nine one one? I don't understand what's going on. I don't here. know. I don't know. I mean, like he was already on his way to like you know because he had been sitting there alone with like no assistance for a while by the time uh she got home i'm assuming yeah but if everyone is watching it and being like why don't you call 911 if he's grabbing for his phone like it just seems kind of sketchy but um so right. that but what was the commercial that that was then something then Ryan Reynolds do another commercial back in the day to spin another company we talked about it oh we did who was it it was something i mean he did stuff with he's done um, you don't remember. It's all right, but I know. I, I think he did something with like the whole because he has his um alcohol company, and I think he did something. There's a bunch of different stuff where I think he's done some kind of like commercial. I'm play. trying to think of the one he did, but specifically uh, something like this happened where um his commercial was the one that kind of like was was to face the backlash. And if he's the go-to guy now for commercials. And the voice of, of like, it's almost like people are going to see something bad about a company and be like, you need to go see Ryan Reynolds. If he's like becomes that guy, this guy's going to be so rich. It's it's going to be incredible. And he's like taking a like time off of acting at the moment and stuff, too. So this is. Yeah, I'm still- like looking up like I just looked up some stuff like he did one with his um his alcohol company in Mint, which is like the budgeting. He's done some with Hyundai. He's done some with other things like people like there's like actual like think pieces on like how he is killing it in advertising. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he I mean, that's definitely a incredible uh, way to become. Oh, yeah, an the match.com one where they did 2020. Um, that was a big commercial. I, I forgot group. it though. Like I feel like he was. I think it was him that was in a commercial for another company that like, like they needed to put out a commercial immediately, and he kind of saved them from their backlash. So yeah, I know what you're talking. I just can't place like what exactly either. it was. Um, but anyways, uh, well, good for them. Uh, you know, Peloton is uh, a huge company. I know. Um, SoulCycle probably definitely, I mean, because Peloton kind of is the reason why SoulCycle probably it's direct competition, right? SoulCycle, you I mean, technically, yeah. Go to classes. Peloton, the classes come to you on your bike. Um, so so there's that. Uh, Peloton, I think, is going to be good for. I mean, Christmas. They couldn't. <laughs> they they couldn't let Christmas go by with that type of. Um, you know, stuff going on in, in social media for them. But uh, what else we got? So Instagram might be bringing back their chronological feed early next year. Um, so, and it might come in like two different versions. They're going to be probably, you know, rolling out, doing different beta testing, whatever, where you'd be able to pick your favorite accounts, like maybe work with how you have that, like close friends list or other favorites of some sort. And then those would show up at the top of your feed in chronological order um, or 
The other version would just let you see the post from everyone you're following in chronological order, like the old, old school way. Um, but that didn't really talk about how recommended posts or like ads or stuff like that might be interspersed throughout. But I mean, they know how to make their money. They'll figure it out some way. So that'll be interesting. I feel like they do this once a year where they say they do this once a year. They they try to bait us with this. I'm going to I'm interested to see if it's actually going to happen this time. But I don't know. I don't know if that's the move, though. Like, I know it's 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 it sounds like, yes, I would love to see everything in like real like, you know, I could scroll back like to two weeks from yesterday and like know that that happened in order but there's something to it being randomized actually you know what i'm saying like i know it's something yeah buddy i bet i sometimes barely see stuff from some of my best friends but i don't i i yeah but i don't i don't know how that's going to keep us on I feel like the algorithms know this about us. That well, I know, but my thing is like people have been asking for the chronological. People hate how the algorithms work because they barely see content from people that they want to see content from. And they get mostly targeted ads. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just, I don't know how, how it's going to work out or not. I, I'm trying to think like seriously. They're going to make their money no matter what. I think they're going to be okay. But like if I you got on the app. users would be happier to actually see stuff in chronological order. Sure. But like if, if you get on the app and like, I just don't see how, if you get on the app and all, if it's in chronological order and you're getting everybody that you want, like it, within an hour, if you get back on there, you're only going to see maybe like eight more pictures on top of the ones that you already saw. So that's the only like thing that it depends on how many people you follow and stuff. People like, I mean, they had back in the day where you'd get to the bottom. It's like, you've seen everything you can see for today. I haven't, I don't get to, and especially now that they're yeah, going to, pr- no, no, nothing does that anymore. Like nothing, right. no smart company lets you get to the end of anything. Well, right. But so I don't think they will. I think they'll make sure that, you know, they weave in those recommended posts and stuff like with reels and et cetera. Like, I feel like that's easy. I get shit on my feet all the time that I'm like, I don't follow this, do I? And then like, it's, you know, it's whatever it's been recommended to me. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, uh, what else we got? This is a blast from the past. But if you remember, we talked a bunch on this show. Um back when this happened when the whole Jussie Smollett hate crime orchestrated hate crime um thing was going on that case has been in process uh for these past couple weeks and he was um convicted and found guilty on five accounts of disorderly conduct for lying to the police um and you know the different things surrounding orchestrating this uh fake hate crime uh, around you know him having the noose and the bleach and the whatever in the and like, subway yeah yeah using the two guys to like imp- whatever like all these different things yeah so, so what he was convicted and what do you think he's gonna face um I think they still have to figure out uh He'll probably you just know, get like community the, service or something like that yeah the sentencing so um we'll see where that where that lies okay but, well um. Speaking of more people, uh, celebrities kind of on a downward uh, trajectory. What else? Yes. Travis Scott is getting dropped from headlining Coachella. um, I heard he even offered to do it for free. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Um, So he's because he was technically supposed to be he was announced as the headliner back in January 2020. Um, But, you know, it got 
pushed that year and then it got pushed again. So um, this would have been, you know, technically his big headlining uh, slot, but he's not getting it because of all the stuff with Astroworld. So um, uh, I'm trying to wonder what like the best uh, action Travis Scott should do right now. What do you think he should do as, as, as this is what he does for profession? You know, he's a music artist. And he's not I think booked. like he's got to do like a lot of rebuilding within the Houston community and like stuff with the families um, and with, you know, that community, like either doing stuff where he's going to prove that going to his concerts is not going to be such a risk. Yeah, um, that just lay low the only time you pop out is you helping people right and just take a year off like you know right i that's it you you can't afford to take a year off probably not like i mean i mean i mean you already got two babies with one of the richest women in in, in the world so you know right. sleep on her couch for a little bit if you need to or whatever you got to do um because no one and the more you keep trying because he just did an interview with charlamagne the god Mm. I mean, he did that between did, we didn't talk about that last week, right? No, we didn't. So, I mean, he's out here trying to get ahead of, uh, you know, the media and everything, but it's not working. People don't want to hear it. And I think it's a big part of it is is like the um, and uh, like how uh, anonymous he was before this. Like, I don't really know. I haven't really ever heard like Travis Scott speak too much. You know, he doesn't say too much. He just puts out music and it's like music that like, I, I like some Travis Scott songs, but it's not like I really have a favorite Travis Scott song. Like, right. you know, um, and it's like, so how is he this popular? It, there's a lot of weird things about it that I don't think help for people to actually feel like they know who he is and to, you know, um, right now it just sounds like you just want to perform and, um, to the point where people are dying. So, yeah, he's got to figure that out. Um, what else we got? So, speaking of, you know, the Kardashian-Jenners, Kim is doing great, honestly. Kim is thriving and surviving. And she recently just passed the baby bar because, like, for how she's trying to get her, you know, into being a lawyer in the state of California, she's doing it this way where she doesn't have to go to law school and she's able to do it through different schooling and like through, you know, folks and taking this baby bar and then having to take the regular bar. Um, so after four, this was her fourth attempt, two of her attempts that she took were during the pandemic. One, when she actually had COVID, but she got it. She passed. Um, so that's, you know, big news for her and her lawyer journey, attorney journey, if you will. And um, also, speaking of things with the courts and laws, she has filed more along the lines of divorce, being legally single. She's filing to have her name changed back to Kimberly Noel um Kardashian, so she won't be KKW, which it seems like an interesting choice. Within based the last on, year, she said she was going to keep the name. Yeah, literally, it was like within 
It was in months ago when she was like, I'm going to keep the name. See, this is why I can't stand Kim Kardashian, man. First of all, you're talking about passing a baby bar. Like, uh, don't, I've never heard anyone say baby bar like that before. Like, such a. That's like what it's called. Okay. I'm just saying, though, no one ever says, I passed the baby bar. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I've never heard anybody ever say that. So so I've heard of it, but I've never heard it. Have you heard someone say that? I mean, like, I've just followed her, like, stuff on the show, okay. so I know secondly, it's a thing. Secondly, where is Pete Davidson in the last two weeks? He just disappeared? I don't know. I oh. mean, he's been doing his stuff, which we'll get into, but he's been doing his, like, little press tour with Miley for their New Year's Eve show. Okay. So Miley's trying to get in there now, too, because he's hot shit. Um, so it, it's it, – and then also, on top of that – we just talked about um, the free Larry Hoover concert that Kanye and Drake did. At that concert, Drake was like, or Drake, Kanye was still saying that. Like, oh, yeah. Kanye, like, was dropping Kim's name, being all like, come back to me, especially Kimberly. That's what he had said. Homeboy is down bad. He's down horrendous. So I think a lot of this news um has to do with Kanye, obviously. It's just still weird to me that, like, the Pete Davidson stuff comes out. Kanye does not talk about the Pete Davidson stuff at all. There's, like, multiple Kim Kardashian news over the last week. It just sounds, like, very um, uh, Chris Jenner-ish of all this stuff that's coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, because I don't know when their Hulu series comes out, but I'm guessing soon. Yeah, well, they're getting the promotion in heavy right now. Well, um, and... Even little North is into the promotion game because she so some of the the younger girls Penelope has like a combined TikTok account that's run by Courtney, um, and then North and Kim have a combined kit TikTok account similar idea, um, and North went live on her on their account which she's not allowed to do she's only eight and like for you know mere seconds because she like ran into her mom's room was all like mom i'm live and like got a lot and she's like you're not allowed to do that blah blah blah. she was like being a little brat north is north is a little little feisty one but are you serious she's got both kim and kanye and her i know this there's no stopping what this this girl is gonna do in the future i know but it was cute because her older cousin mason uh mason disick he you know texted kim and he's 12 uh and he was all like hey i don't want to disrespect north but i don't think she should do the lives unless someone is with her because people are always screen recording and she might tell information that isn't correct and stuff like that that she will regret i did the exact same thing as she did i would do the lives and now i regret saying one of the things that i said just in case for safety so cute he's trying to keep his little cousin safe someone and then kim posts it and says like you know yeah like got kings over here that somebody i saw someone write um this is just uh courtney texting kim no <laughs> that's just what that's just what I saw. Oh man, that's funny. Cause think about it. Like, do you really think like Mason was like writing this all up? Like, she shouldn't do that. No. And then like you really think Courtney was like, maybe you should just text Kim. And she Yeah, yeah text, right. Text Kim. Say that you'll yeah, go over right. and talk like, to Like North. Courtney is like prodding her son Mason to text Kim about this right now. Yeah, right. Oh, so God. I'm pretty sure um there's some uh something going on there but uh speaking of pete davidson um what else is going on with him so you know people are speculating around him and miley cyrus but you know they she made jokes about it on one of their appearances this past week or so 
about how, you know, that it should have been me with him instead of Kim Kardashian. I guess they used to have matching tattoos that they got after when she was on SNL one of the times. And he actually had his removed because he's had a bunch of his tattoos removed. And, um, you know, I really I don't think there's anything there between him and Miley. I think they're literally just, you know, it's good press to promote their um, special that they have coming up. So, um, well, I was, I was seeing that he, uh, she went back to the Staten Island condo Staten or whatever. Staten Island house. So I don't know. I just feel like Pete Davidson is like, kind of like the Ryan Reynolds of, um, of dating right now. Like you go, you go to him when you need a, a positive spin on your personal life or something, you know. I guess. I don't know. Um, well, uh, this one I, I definitely sent over just because I think it's a great idea for a movie. And I love movies that are like this. Um, there's a new movie coming out that's called uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And uh, the only thing I don't like about this movie is probably the name of it. But um, I don't think that's yeah, going to stop Yeah, that's an this. awful title. The Unbearable Weight it. of Massive Talent. It feels like a Fallout Boy song. Right. Like, you know, Taking Back Sunday or something like that. Something Brandon from The Bachelor would say um but oh, well. you know uh I, the reason why i like this is because nicholas cage is literally playing nicholas cage in this movie uh, like a, a hyper version a meta of, yeah like a like a, but it, like a heightened version of himself like it, this i love this is the end it's heightened versions of like you know seth rogan uh jonah hill uh james franco and all this stuff so this is kind of a movie like that um it looks like you have um uh, Neil Patrick Harris probably paint, playing himself or f- a version of himself, but the I think what the what this movie is is literally Nicolas Cage playing himself in real life, but then he has to go and meet somebody, and he becomes like his own action movie star. Like he plays a Nicolas Cage type character as Nicolas Cage in this movie. So I just think it's oh a genius. <laughs> I just think it's a genius. Just like I'm just like. Yeah, it's so meta. It's like so, so meta. many steps. Yeah, but I mean, if you ever seen a Nicolas Cage movie back in like you know the late nineties, um, it would have been like you know uh, The Rock with Sean Connery, or um, you would have had uh, 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 what is it, uh, Con Air. So these are just like action movies from back then, and it's cool to see him like kind of like on on his he's down and out, and then he goes and he has to like save the world as himself. So um, I'm looking forward to this movie. Um, it looks funny. So, um, but V, besides Nicolas Cage's career, what made you go yikes? Well, so there's been more things happening in the case between Tory Lanes and Meg Thee Stallion with, uh, you know, the gunfire gun situation, um, assault of sorts mm-hmm. um, that happened between them. And the cop uh, testified to saying that he had heard um, uh, Tory Lane say dance bitch to Megan as he fired the gun. Um, at her feet. So, yeah, as he's fired the gun at her feet. Uh, Tory Lane has obviously been taking to Twitter to be all like, ah, oh, this is all contradictory. This isn't even true. Blah, 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 blah. But the homeboy i don't know what i don't know what he thinks is happening here i don't know it's not i mean he just released an album in the last week um <sighs> and it's really good I, I listened to it um don't cancel me for just listening to it but it's an all 80s type of album so it's like 
it's really good. So I'm pretty sure he's just out there just trying to, you know, make some noise to promote his album. Whatever. Well, I mean, make I'm going to make more noise for Meg right now because she just graduated like she said she would. Okay. She's a so she just got her degree and I'm more proud of her than of, you know, this this little tomfoolery with with Tory Lanez. But um other yikes moment is this new version of West Side Story. Mm. Um People, you know, have been making a lot of noise about it, not because of like, you know, the movie or anything, but more about the choice of having Ansel Elgort play one of the leads. Um, And that is because only a year ago uh, he had been dealing with some allegations around, you know, sexual assault of a minor back from when he was maybe 20 um, and uh, said said uh girl was 17 um and so it seems a little dicey especially because it's um tied to to disney i believe um so people have been you know people have been piping up in the on the on the keyboards being all like what about are we just gonna forget about ansel elgort um so because he had at the time when all these allegations came out he said that it was a brief legal and entirely consensual relationship and he ghosted her so who's to say um where that actually stands but right. it is a little I, mean, I heard i heard this movie I, I think it's directed by steven spielberg this one yep. um yep. i heard it hasn't been doing too well uh mm, in theaters. Yeah, i mean i think especially if you're a purist of like theater i think some of those folks are having issues with it but yeah I mean um, i mean this year though they, they've had a lot of musicals come out what was a huge one that came out in the Heights came out, right, and that did that did pretty well, right? It did okay, yeah. Um, I forgot what other musical came out this year that did really well, but um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, yikes. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Ansel Elgort, but I actually like him. Um, I, I mean, yeah, as we an know actor him from- and as a musician, we like. Yes, we do. We have uh, one of his songs on our. On our future Bachelor podcast playlist, and also he was, you know, the star of Baby Driver that was all filmed here in Atlanta. Yeah, Baby Driver, and if you haven't heard his song, it's called, um, I think, Supernova. Supernova. So it's really good. Uh, Which and, you can find it on the playlist. Yes, on our future Bachelor playlist. Um, all right, well, V, I think it's that time. It's that time to talk about the Bachelorette on our show. Indeed. Once again, shout out to everybody finding us on YouTube. Um, make sure if you like our content to subscribe and also give this video a like so we can uh, make more of these for you. Um, shout out to everyone that's finding us on there because um, it's dope. Um, that's what we do the video for. But um, everybody that's listening, shout out to you as well. And um, V, where do we start this week? We got uh, Fantasy Suites. Fantasy Suites, they're in Mexico. Mm. Um, so... They, you know, we think we've talked about order before and it it was actually interesting because later in the episode, even the guys were kind of discussing what they thought, what order made more sense or where that meant they stood in Michelle's eyes. But um, first up, we had Brandon, Brandon, sweet puppy dog, Brandon. Um, They, you know, go on a romantic horseback ride on the beach through the water have a little yeah he's he's really excited about going first like i feel like he feels like he won because he gets to go first he feels really confident about being first he's he feels like you know 
that she knows uh, like where she stands with him and in his, in his head he feels like going first is like literally winning the the fantasy suite right sweet because yeah because like you know she's so sure yeah. and whatever is how he frames it um he is gushing heavy on this on this date he is like talking about like how his heart is on the table for her you know she's everything to him this like he can't see his life without her he loves her he says all that she says yeah, he's like know, super emo and um yeah. and he's I, it's, it just feels like sack. yeah it feels like uh like a teenager in love or something like that not yeah. like a man falling in love with he seems a little emotionally immature yeah um, which i feel like i've gotten the... those vibes from him throughout the season well, i think he's sweet but yeah. I don't think he's emotionally as mature as Michelle. The only reason why I say Michelle this Michelle is, is emotionally guarded. Yeah, because I mean, the only reason why I say this is because like I've been one of those like cheesy guys before in the past. I mean, it's not like I've shed it all, all the cheese, but I haven't shed all the shed cheese. Shed it yet. all the cheese. Yeah. Shredded it. Oh no, shedding cheese. Um, I haven't shredded Ew. my cheese yet. No, that's cool. Um, but yeah, no, I I honestly back in the day like you think that's like what girls want to hear and stuff because you know you're just saying nice things Because rom-coms have fed us bullshit that too and um obviously in real life like i i mean girls especially pretty girls hear stuff like that all the time so or we just want actually like intentional nice things said to us like not I mean, something that's it's just, just it's just like it's not even just bullshit sometimes it's just straight up cringy like you or know a cliche or cliche so um you know less is more sometimes so uh i used to think more was more like that's that's just kind of where brandon is i feel like he feels like he's he's so confident his words he feels like he's just like overflowing with love yeah. like i think he just doesn't even know which is where i say the whole emotional immaturity i think he just truly doesn't even know how to like channel his feelings like someone who's never been in a relationship where you've fought before like you know <laughs> It's like, right. what do you think it's going to be this? Like, we're going to get married and like, you know, fly into the air in a convertible or something like at the end yeah, of Greece. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, float away. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so, you know, the horse, he gets on the horse. The horse tries to take off. I hate like horse dates for these because I feel like you can't really be around each other. But it ends up being beautiful and romantic. And they sit down and you're just gushing over her. And that all kind of continues into dinner um, where... You know, he is obviously ready to be alone with her and she like hands him over the date card and um, and she's like this. I just wanted to say thank you, but it's really just an invitation to stay the night with her. And he's so excited. What did you think about their night together? Um, or what did you I'm think not- about the next morning when you saw them and everything? They, and then they did like a little food fight in the morning. Yeah, that no, just I me, didn't like this. Uh, this see, this is where I, I. It felt like it felt very like as I said, very playful. It almost felt like in her and her like a little aside. She said something about him being like her best friend. I feel like even though they're like playful and they kiss and they do whatever, I don't know how physical they might have gotten that night. I feel like they were like just up like maybe cuddling and talking. And like he was just waxing poetic about how much he, you know, adores her. Interesting. So uh, 
I mean, yeah, he like shoves like an empanada in her in her face, and it didn't seem like she liked that at all. I mean, um, I wouldn't like it either. I, I wouldn't either. And honestly, and then, I also think food fights are stupid. Oh yeah, but I mean, at that point, she because she was so mad, she also, shoved a whole who sandwich. Who in production his face. has such a fucking food thing that is encouraging all this weird food play? Could we stop that, I'm or so just the waste it. of food? And someone has to clean up those sheets. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, I didn't. I. I you know, I was getting the vibe that, yeah, nothing happened that with them that night. But so we go back and, and it's our, like kind of like the most awkward thing. This is probably the most awkward of of the of the first night back uh, conversations that I've seen. Right. And I'm trying to think back like it started with like Pilot Pete season. Um, and I think when they did it, it was with that girl, Maddie. She was a virgin. Right. So they yeah. put, they put her last. And um, and then they wanted her to kind of like bubble up with like probably anger as like the other two girls right. like went on the fantasy suite with him and came back. So, um, well, well, and it was even interesting because this whole like bit where they now keep them all like in the same room, just like hanging out until it's their fantasy suite where they used to sequester them. Um, they like seemingly had Joe and Nate just chilling all fucking day long and like just then having to sit there and watch the fireworks that went off for Brandon and Michelle. Like, that's just weird to me. Like, they're like, actually, you guys can't leave this room. Yeah, like, it's I almost like a, literally a form of torture. Like, it's right. like some weird form of torture. But they have to see, like, the fireworks going off. And, and then they come back. And, and uh, you know, uh, Brandon is not, like, he... This kind of shows a little bit more of his immaturity. Like, it felt like he was... Uh, very like made it more awkward by being like well, i'm not he, telling he you just guys got anything. like really defensive right. i feel like any of his interactions thus like afterwards seemed defensive because he's like that's my girl like i'm gonna marry her like whatever and like then even like nate's all like you don't know that yet like you don't know like whatever like nate has like a whole different each dude has a very different perspective like brandon seems very immature about it where he's all like that's my wife Joe is nervous. No, Joe just like is in his head about it, which is the typical response from people like during this. And then Nate is like very confident being all like, nah, I know what we got. Like, why am I going to worry about you guys? Yeah. Like, and the show started with some weird, like they were bros last week, but like this week, like they definitely came in. It with was some bros animosity. to foes. That's even what Nate said. Bros, bros to foes. Bros to foes. Uh, yeah. Um. So, you know, Brandon doesn't really give much of an answer, kind of like was a little hostile about it and made it even more awkward. He was just making it like awkward as hell. But um. anyways, it's Joe's turn up next and um. he heads out. And, um, you know, this date, I mean, they go on, uh, they have to go on a little picnic, but it's at the bottom of a zip line and he's obviously nervous about it and, um, says, you know, I'm going to be a gentleman let ladies go first. And she's like, whatever, I'll go first. And she goes, she's like, she's all for it. Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, I mean, how'd that date go? I thought it was interesting because like even Michelle made comments like this is the loudest, the most vocal uh, Joe's been I feel like as a viewer that we've seen because he's like screaming hooping and hollering like making little like jokes whatever like throughout this date like he definitely is finally like seemingly warming up like they do some stuff with some horses I don't know what, there's a lot of horse you know I, I really I didn't see the the ending of this 
coming really i, I didn't really I've, I've obviously i thought nate was going home i've been saying for the last couple of weeks me but, too yeah but this was you know kind of like an edit that we got for clayton when he went home um on his episode where you see a lot more of him and maybe a little bit more of his personality. Cause I felt like Joe really blossomed in this episode. Like me I too. to and me, like, I don't understand. Like he seems like he, and this has happened a couple of times in the last couple of years. Now I want to say for the last couple of seasons, but the last couple of years, I feel like the, there's like an obvious choice. And for some reason they, it's not obvious to the lead. And yeah, um, he feels, well, and she even sort of says stuff about how, he would make the most sense. Like they understand each other on a different level than everybody, than her other contestants, because like they grew up very similarly. They had, you know, they're both like athletes. They understand that life. Like, I mean, and obviously the physical attraction is there. Joe is the, the most attractive one. <laughs> yeah. I just <laughs> so don't understand. Like, it's like, if you want this to actually work, like, you know, the closest you would be to finding someone in your own city this would be the guy right right well exactly that's my thing is like especially because like michelle's not like many of these other leads that are all like i'm gonna move to nashville i'm gonna move to la i'm gonna move to whatever like she as a teacher has like kind of like her things that she needs to do in minnesota like she can't really just be like hopping over in a way you yeah. know it's doesn't I mean, work that easily. I mean, this is, though this is just a really funny scenario because Michelle's so smart. You know, she's got three people she's dating. Like, if you were dating three people in your real life, you'd kind of probably be in a similar situation, right? Where you're looking for it's kind of like um, what's it called? Uh, the the bears in the house, like you know, too hot, too cold. Oh, just Goldilocks. Goldilocks yes. bears. Um, uh, a a theme we've had in the past, but it's kind of like that, where like someone's like too hot, too cold, just right. Like that's literally how I feel about these guys. And I felt like Joe, even though like their relationship has been slower because he's a little bit less warm to open up, he still like you know said that he was falling in love with her. He still gave her all those things that she's been whining to hear. And, you know, fits, I feel like, what she wants pretty well. So, I guess it's interesting because oh. we go into Nate's date, which is last. Well, well before we go there, oh. um, I just kind of want to talk about, so she ends up extending the fantasy suite to Joe. And right. they wake up the next morning. His shirt's off. You know, it's, it's, do you he think they did it? He looks sexy as hell. I, think, I can't even. I mean, he's a good looking, like, he's definitely the best he's looking. Hot. They're all three, they're all three. Good looking guys. I think they're all attractive. But, but Joe like, is definitely Joe is... just like like a beautiful person. Like, you know, just like it's those all around. Eyes. He's just like uh, just a nice, except for the fact that he just doesn't have, you know, you definitely got to see him be more goofier. I mean, necessarily do girls want more goofier? No, but they definitely want you to be like, like uh, more open and he's more reserved, you know, an well, introvert. And she's just super, she says she's very extroverted. Yeah. And he's introverted, yeah. which I think you can have that relationship work. But I think she did have some concerns, I guess, in that area. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, do you think they did the nasty? I mean, maybe. I, 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 I see it more just like their body like language in the morning seemed a little bit more close than hers and Brandon's, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Okay, well, just noting, we got a, we got a, uh, what is it? I don't know how to keep score of this, but zero for one. 
Yeah. Um, you know, whatever it is. Uh, one for three so far uh, for people that yeah, we think Yeah, I'd say like a 0. 0.75 for three. We maybe we don't know. Right, okay. Maybe some of the bases were allegedly, right, but not all. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, so, Oops. you Who's know, say? Nate is having interesting conversations around, and this is, I thought it was very interesting because, and he also had a good point. Um, contrary to points we've made probably in past episodes, past years of talking about this conversation, but the conversation is around the order of who goes first, who goes second, who goes third, what's the best position to be in. And we've gone up and down. I've seen, you know, the batch and bachelor data bachelor has data posted stuff, stuff where it sh- seems like last tends to be the area that gets eliminated the most. Right. Actually. But I mean, it's just barely though. Like I feel like, because, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty even split recently. Right. So, um, uh so yeah i honestly uh i i think like nate had a good point when it came to talking about going third and he he was like i think third is actually the best and uh he made some good points about it because he said you know if i was in michelle's shoes i would i would keep the one that i was worried about the least last right right something like that and as for a guy you'd want to kind of go last because like if you're assuming she had sex with these guys and if you go last, maybe she you're the freshest in her mind when she goes to make these decisions. And then also you could you could also say like uh, I was the last guy she was with, like, you know, at post, True. you know, so uh, you can't really say that after you go to propose to her. Think of how jacked up that is. You go to propose to someone that probably just had sex with someone like within the last week. It's so jacked up. Like I know I now I'm starting to understand why parents are just like if they if the parents understand that right away, this is a jacked up situation for anybody. That, well, this is my thing is like it's just how the show is made and how it like continues to stigmatize like sex in general. Like it's just a very it sticks to like this very like the societal norms that we've had when it comes to relationships. Well, I, and I well, I think I think it that's why when they kept the three uh, fantasy sweeps separate or originally that was for like the integrity of these relationships because it really, I mean, how are they supposed to last after this, after you watch the show, like, you know, uh, or after knowing when someone comes back and seeing their face, like being all, like, that's going to affect your date. That's going to affect everything. I feel like sometimes and um, keeping them all separate kind of like gives a little bit of integrity to the, like the the actual marriage at the end of it if you if that makes sense or the actual like engagement at the end of it so um so yeah I mean he had some good points about going last and at first I thought like she was not into it because I thought she it's, she really the misdirect of like how much of a good time she had with Joe uh, made it seem- well and also last week like seemingly a lot of Nate's family like was like pretty much saying like you know I don't think he's ready. She didn't get she hadn't been getting the answer from him that she's been wanting of like him saying that, you know, he wants to be like with her, that he's in love with her. Like, I know he eventually gets there with her and stuff. Um, Yeah, he does uh, after like their boat ride and whatever. And after she pretty much like keeps pressuring him because he keeps being like, yeah, she said it to him because he wouldn't say anything. Right, because he kept being all like, I mean, who knows? Like, you know, th- like who knows what will happen? Or like things change or people do like whatever. Like I like to live this or that. And she's all like, but like I need to know. 
if we're on the same page, which like I totally get her. I totally get like being all like she's worried that she likes him more than he likes her. And like to me, it kind of seems that way. Like I feel like she's all in. Oh man, I'm getting all up in my my feels right now because I just feel like we're watching someone make a mistake. Like, you know, and we've all made this mistake where like it's just like you like someone more than they like you. It's just it happens right. to all of us. Just even if you're the bachelorette or even if you're the lead. But and it goes back to what is more important to us in today's day, like actual love or actual com- like companionship and and forever like and you compatibility, know, person, compatibility and like, yeah. or are we always just constantly as humans trying to chase things we can't have or things that like we think we can change or things that we want, but like, you know, that are just outside of our reach. But we're we if we could just touch it, we can make make yeah. something of it. Like, Cause like, I mean. Nate's been a front runner. He's charismatic. He's like always like, you know, made the environment around her like fun, light, great, even like during some of the heavier points of this season. And he's tall. But, that's the uh, only thing. And he's fucking that, tall. That's the thing that pisses me off about him. But he's he wears tall. the same swim trunks this whole entire episode again with that he wore last time. It was the bright orange swim trunks. Maybe he just has one pair and that's... I, that's insane to me. That is insane to me. Yeah, but, I mean, I would definitely at least bring three. Um, I know, right? But like... Or like make it like a black pair so it's not like you're... So obvious? Obviously I don't the know. same. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, at the end of these fantasy suites, he gets it. Uh, what's the next morning like with him? Also, he oh. had a huge zit on his head. So I was like, damn, dude, he's going home. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. But no, You're like, yo, um, get a pimple patch on that bitch. Let's go. No, no, no. The cameras can't hide that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so anyways, uh, what was the next morning like for him? Oh, they definitely did it. Yeah. Like, Michelle looked dickmatized she looked like she was like this man didn't even really give her like a straight answer like homeboy is still like saying like oh this is possible this could be our life whatever and sis is out here in her little like interview saying that he's her soulmate yeah but she said that about like brandon too she did overuse the i think like the way she uses soulmate is kind of weird um i don't know how Yeah, i feel like she for every dude she pretty much said how she's falling in love with them. So yeah. like she definitely is in a pickle uh, seemingly going into this, into this, uh, rose ceremony. So, yeah. Um, you know, they go into the rose ceremony and I really, I was blown. I thought it was either Nate or Brandon that were going home. Me too. I was blown away when Nate, I was blown away when Nate got the first Rose. Yeah, I knew that wasn't I was good. Like, well, before that even happens, is Brandon pulls Michelle to the side and pulls some move. Like, you know, it's never a good move to do that. You know, I mean, I mean it probably was a good move for him. But, I mean, yeah. but just he got into her feelings. Do you think that conversation affected her decision? Or do you think she already knew it? I don't know. I don't know if it affected. I mean, I could see it definitely felt very Hail Mary ish to to for Brandon to do that, especially because he was the first one. Um, so he's all like, damn, I got to get back into her brain space um, because it's been a while. But so maybe that could have like 
made her think back to like, wow, everything was so easy and great with Brandon. This man adores me, especially because I feel like as someone who's, I think, been in similar situations to her where you've been with somebody who makes you not feel so good, makes you feel like you have to work to be, you know, for them to care about you a certain way or whatever. Um, I think, you know, when you get somebody who is that nice to you all the time and like is saying all that kind of stuff, which I've been, you know, done, a, done dated people like that as well. Uh, you're like, well, I have to give them a chance, right? Like they're, they're, they're saying all these things to me. I have to give them a chance. Even if like maybe potentially like they're not a good fit for you. So potentially, him I, I just, I just don't know it. what I would do if I was her, to be honest. Like, I really don't. Um, that's why any decision she could have made yesterday would have been like, what? Like, right. I, I mean, the only one that she would have made that would have made sense to me was Nate. But like, you right. don't just you, because. But the, but uh, like what I'm really thinking about the, her decisions are. You ever. Uh, you ever see like it happen or I mean, this is where. Someone could be so good on paper or on TV and and you'd be like it's almost like you see celebrities break up and like like look at all right so look at like Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Right. Yeah, they break up and you're like, "Oh my god, like Pete's going to like, you know, probably like go into depression. He'll never get another hot girl or something like that. But like what, right. but I mean, obviously she was the one that broke up with him, but what if Pete broke up with her? Everyone would be like, why did you, how'd you let that go? Or how'd you, you know, but sometimes right. just because they're pretty and everyone else thinks that like, Oh my God, I can't believe you had that. And you let it go. It's like, you don't see that. She never, you know, takes takes out the trash or washes the dishes or you or know like, she yeah, does all, all this annoying stuff like you know so maybe you know michelle got into that room and spent the night with with um joe and was just like you know on paper he's everything i'd probably want but like it's just not there that happens a lot right i guess yeah um so i mean that's kind of and then on the flip side when it comes to nate it's like you know, on it looks like he's obviously the one that should be going home, but um, we don't know what their relationship is like, how much she really likes him, and all that. I stuff. think we do know how much she really likes him. She seems to like him a lot. But. Yeah, but I mean, I was an under the oppression the last two weeks. I thought he was going to go home by now. Well, me too, because like logically that would have made sense, but I don't think this is the logic part when it comes to Nate. Yeah. So, um, Joe gets sent home. Uh, tearful goodbyes. Yeah. It was, it was hard to see. It was rough. I really do wonder if this is a decision she's going to regret. Um, you know, we didn't really get to talk about it, but before this all, uh, ABC decided to make a decision to keep the part where Taisha is talking about how fantasy suites was so important to her making her decision. Um, for her, uh, her 12 month engagement that she was about to have. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just kind of weird that they have her introduce like this part. They could have just easily cut down her like intro to fantasy suites, talking about how important it was to her and all this different stuff because she just broke up with her fiance like two weeks ago. It's like, right. They couldn't have fixed that in time. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Right. That is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so it's almost like, Cause you know, they have hours of stuff like, come on. I mean, they couldn't shave off two minutes here and put two minutes on over here. Like, 
I don't know. But uh, that was really weird to me. Um, what do we get to see for the finale? It looks like um, Michelle's dad has some more stuff to say. Well, yeah. So then her parents are going to show up. They're going to, you know, probably have conversations with the last guys. It seems like once again, somebody is being told like she's being told that somebody is seemingly not ready. It's and Nate. I, it's Nate. What are you talking about? I mean, I would think it's Nate. It's, it's, it's not like Brandon has the type of uh, verbiage that will go over well with parents. Maybe not like people our age and stuff. I mean, and technically he already met the parents yeah. and they already like Asked vibed for with her, him. His aunt, her, their hand in marriage, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think this is going to go good for Nate, but I don't I don't know. Like sometimes it's like this parent stuff or the family stuff kind of tends to make people want to be together more. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I don't yeah. care if you don't it like It kind of depends like if they're if they're they're want to be like rebellious or if the family like, you know, met, means that much to them that they're like I don't want to go against what they think is right or whatever. All right. So um, that was uh, week nine of The Bachelorette, uh, and we got the finale next week before Christmas, right? A three-hour finale. Is that on uh, Tuesday or Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday, cool. So um, I think Sluts. we'll be potting the same time next week before Christmas. We'll come out Christmas Eve, right? Yep. Amazing, amazing. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, do we have any other Bachelor news this week? Yes. So um, Bachelor in Paradise Canada has wrapped up recently. And actually, Angela, who was known for being on, I think, Nick Vial season, mm-hmm. um, she went on after, you know, she had been on two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. She went on to Bachelor in Paradise in Canada and ended up finding, you know, a partner, Brendan Morgan from that, uh, from that series. And, um, you know, I guess they were the only like couple that was left, like still standing from that whole, that whole season. So I guess good for her. You know, it's crazy how much we enjoy Bachelor in Paradise, but we refuse to watch Bachelor in Paradise Canada, even though it has like players. Well, from- I mean, I just didn't even know how to watch it. And now I guess I could. Yeah. I guess it's like city TV. There's ways on, on the line. Oh, there's ways. Um, but yeah, so, okay. Bachelor in Canada, we got we got a couple. Um, anything else? Well, Colton just continues to be a douchebag in general with his whole, like, monetizing his coming out journey um, because he has recently been doing different, like, a bit of a press junket of sorts promoting his docu-series um, as well as he was just on Call Her Daddy. And he, in, in uh, along these different, um, that's a, that play- sounds like a really annoying episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't listen to Color Daddy, so like, I don't even know what it, that could have even sounded like. But in these different things, he said, you know, how he doesn't really keep in touch with a lot of Bachelor Nation folks because, you know, whatever. The most, per- the person that he's still close with is former host Chris Harrison, which to me, I'm like, that's a red flag. Um, but he said stuff about how, you know, no one reached out to him after he came out and both Nick Vial and Ben Higgins are like coming, which, you know, Nick is Nick. Nick will definitely is always ready to say something because he's got a platform and 
he thinks, you know, he is all knowing when it comes to bachelor stuff. He said he's like, I definitely reached out to him. We've talked, whatever. But I believe even more Ben Higgins because Ben Higgins is just a sweet, sweet man. He had reached out to Colton and like he's like that really like hit me hard in the heart to him saying that like, you know, he didn't feel supported by anybody because he's like, I definitely texted him, called him the whole nine. Um, And I guess other stuff that he had said is that like when he had his uh, fantasy suite with Tasha. He was wearing sweats, like a whole sweatsuit. And she's all like, that's not true. Like he was wearing just his boxers. So I don't want him like out here acting like this was like a pity fantasy suite where, you know, he was just in there, whatever. But yeah. So pe- I mean, that was a weird, I still remember that, like how weird it was for Tasha. The, like right after that fantasy suite being how awkward it felt. I don't remember exactly what went down, but I just remember it being awkward. Like, yeah, like she did just awkward. find out he was gay or something. Yeah. Um, but, all, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's good. just interesting. It sounds like, you know, kind of like, like what, um, Caitlin, Caitlin Jenner was doing when she kind of like, you know, changed, she kind of came out and like had this whole, you know, now she's in the public eye and, you know, making her rounds and stuff. It just seems like Colton is definitely using this as like a as a platform to, you know, be in conversations around. I don't even know. Like what he what is he is he trying to be a spokesperson for gay people? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't what, know what exactly I mean, he's I trying know. to accomplish with with what he's doing because it's like is he trying to be a star is he trying to be somebody like what are you i mean like i'm happy for him to be like living his life truthfully now but i think it's it's like he's really almost to me it feels like very disgenuine because he's like seemingly miss like handling the harm that he had done while you know seemingly going through all this himself because like i just think about obviously Cassie and you know the fact that he she tried to get a restraining order and whatever because he was stalking her all these different things like I just feel like there seems to be a lot of harm that he's trying to cover yeah I mean right I mean now it just kind of you look at it through a different lens right like it's I would feel very stupid if someone came out publicly after we've dated and said that I've been gay the whole time like you know it's like you just you're making me look stupid here like you know i've been in a relationship with you for a year and like this is well and you stalked me and i mean well we don't know like what the stalking was for though is it because like she knew his secret and like he was seemingly not she's from after he came out she said that that it was news to her really okay interesting um well, uh, yeah. Is there anything else for Bachelor Nation news? Nope. I think that's it for now. Wow. It's a lot. I don't even know where to start or end, but you know, there's always something there going on in the, in the, in the Batch Nation. Um, so yeah, uh, check us out next week for the finale week 10 of Bachelorette. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a doozy. This one brought a lot of surprises and I won't be surprised if I'm surprised next week. So, um, I always got to say something like that, you know, to wrap it up. But, um, V, why don't we, uh, get into our slapper of the week? Why don't we? Yeah. Slapper of the week. This song slaps. (laughs) Yeah. This week's slapper comes through us from the artist Russ. Now, I really never thought I'd have a Russ song on here as a slapper of the week. I was about to say, I'm like, wow. Um, You know, I don't know. How do you, what do you think of Russ? Uh, 
I have mixed feelings, I feel like, about Ross. Uh, like personally or his music? I guess like kind of both. Like I feel like I've liked some of his music. I haven't liked some of his music. I don't go out of my way to listen to his stuff. If it pops up and it's good, I'll listen to it. Right. So that's kind of where I'm at with this. Um, you know, I've actually started to respect Russ as a person a lot more these days um, because he preaches a lot about independence um, as an artist. You know, he's he literally would make a song every week for like years to the point where like those songs, it's just like adding a video to YouTube every week for years. Like, you know, eventually it'll add up and like you get the residuals of those things and and no like um, major record label is like holding that over you. Like he owns all his masters, you know, he literally makes all his own money. And that's all because like, you know, he makes his own music, he produces it all and, you know, um, and then he puts it up himself. So he reaps all the benefits and, um, it's really gone a long way for him so he preaches a lot about that but this album specifically he wanted to show people that he could rap um and and he didn't want to show people how he produces how he sings he wanted to show people how it how he gets down and um busy when it comes to hip-hop so he enlisted a bunch of producers to come produce his like favorite beats and his favorite beats he picked his favorite rappers to come rap on him and this song is called faith by russ and it features one of my favorite rappers from back in the day jada kiss of the locks and d block and um you know it's just really cool to see uh a, what like a newer artist like russ i mean i would say he was like a newer artist rapping with people like jadakiss who just made a huge comeback this last year with the verses um when they um the locks went against um dipset and they really showed that jadakiss still has so much like his price went up that's what fat joe said with him the price of yesterday of jadakiss is not the same price today because the price went up and um which is a compliment uh so check it out <laughs> russ has a really good album checked it out this weekend um and i thought it was really good and the song is called faith so um and this song really is just talking about how he's like i'm always put my faith in me and that's just another message of how he's just talking about you you really have to start with yourself with these things if you have a goal if you if you feel like you're in a shitty place like put some faith in yourself that you're gonna you know get yourself out of it and and figure out the steps to like you know get to a better place so um definitely check out our slapper of the week but from russ uh v do you got any shout outs yes i wanted to shout out my one of my og besties nicole Mm -hmm. um for three big things she just recently got engaged um it is her birthday soon in the next couple of days and she will also be graduating with um a master's degree to help further you know her being like one of the best teachers she teaches special education right now she's getting different she's getting a master's and stuff to be um to help you know do more things in the schools so i mean congrats to her all around awesome um you got any and other then ones i wanted to shout out my grandpa for his birthday and i wanted to shout out c money let's um, go courtney because she is in town and i hope i am able to see her tomorrow when you are unfortunately at acting classes and well stuff. um actually uh i guess our teacher was exposed to like covid 
or something and he's trying to figure out but but anyways he gave us an extra week of of our holiday break that we're going on so i actually don't have class tomorrow but i am someone from my class i already mentioned it earlier they're having an event later on that night but uh another person in my class she asked me to be a part of the shoot so i'm actually going to do um this video like this like a commercial shoot for um this uh, attorney that's doing like a a drunk history video um type thing so i'm be playing, oh, cool. playing a character in her drunk history video so that'll be awesome yeah um so maybe uh that gets out uh, early enough maybe i can meet up with you guys if you're around somewhere so let me know but um yeah shout out to all those people <laughs> Um, I wanted to shout out um, my homie Adam Parker because I forgot that uh, another thing that I did actually was go watch him do karaoke on Friday night at this bar with they had like live band karaoke and I was a little disappointed in myself I told you the next day at lunch that I didn't get up there and sing and I know. It's- I honestly can't believe it. I can't either. I I really can't. I don't even know who you are. I don't either. But the thing is, it's like I need to go up there and sing. Like that's just like who what I need to do. I'm 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 just. I know that's why I'm surprised. Well, I'm just telling people right now that like your boy gets scared. You know, I I have a lot of confidence in myself. I love to do this stuff, but there's times where I'm like looking at the stage and I'm like I can't go up there. Like, and I just need to push myself past that stuff because. That's literally what I do in acting class every every week. That's literally what I'm going to have to do like to be an actor. And I was just bummed. Like I, I watched Adam go up there and fearlessly sing a Lenny Kravitz song and he did great. His mom Love was Lenny there. Kravitz. He invited I just I I want that type of of energy and I just want to shout him out for, you know, doing it and just inspiring me. <laughs> Being yeah. a good friend. Go Adam for doing it. It's my guy. Um, just and then, do it. Nike yeah. that shit. And then um, I just want to give a, a happy belated uh, shout out to my friend Ebony. Um, it was her birthday the other week and I meant to shout her out, I think last week, but I, I missed it. So uh, I wanted to give her a shout out this week. Yay. Happy birthday, Ebony. And, uh, and Chef John actually called me today to check in on your boy. So um, shout out to oh, him sweet. too. I love you, bro. A lot of good stuff happening. A lot of good stuff. Um, you know, V, uh, I know we got some uh, Christmas parties uh, happening this weekend. So we'll be getting some festivities. No pun intended. Get it? Um, but uh, The pun was intended, though. Well, yeah, I guess so. Um, but, I mean, if festivities, I meant it in the, in, the, in the way of being, like, festive for the holidays. Not, like, festivities but, as in always. So you meant the pun. Yeah, I guess so. You know when people say festivities, but it's not its not really festive time? I know. That's why I'm saying you met the pun. Well, I guess so. Whatever. Um, yeah, you're right, I guess. Because you were playing off the two versions of that word. Well, I love your holiday spirit, um, Scrooge. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, that should be fun, right, Veronica? Like literally, that's like the Debbie Doubter. Yeah, but it's supposed to be really hot out this weekend, so I can't wear my ugly sweater. I know it really. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I'm I'm upset. Um, but it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you got any fun plans besides that? Um, my the annual um my group text we call ourselves the Snacks and Eastas from mm, college. Mm. We've been doing a Secret Santa. Um, since we were freshmen in college and now for, you know, the past several years, we've had to do it. Obviously it's cross country cause we all live in different parts of the country. So we'll have our little, 
Zoom chat of that, seeing, you know, us all open our gifts on Saturday. So I'm excited. So how do you plan that? Do you all like randomly find a friend and then you mail it and you know who you're getting it So there's like programs online that you you can use. It's called Draw Names. So like we put all of our names and stuff in it and then it gets emailed out to all of us. Mm -hmm. And we like click the button and it will automatically draw a name for us. So then, you know, nobody has to like hold the secret or like have the secret ruined for them. So I think that's pretty, it's pretty cool. And then we're able on there, we're able to put in like, wish you like wrap a present and then you put it in a box and then mail it. Yeah. Or you could just order stuff and like we have it so that the return label and stuff says secrets like or the label itself says secret santa so if people are getting stuff like let's say even from like amazon or stuff they'll know it's like for secret santa so we like keep it wrapped like mine i have mine right over here and it says veronica de stefano secret santa on it mm. so i know it's not something i just like order Do you like for feel myself. around the package i might have but <laughs> i like to try You're to one keep of those. the secret you're shaking it I, you like, smell it I like it. My like yeah, it. my my Secret Santa recipient will be getting hand wrapped gifts in a box because I bought my stuff locally. So oh, that's cool. Well, um, we are going into Christmas week. Um, this is not your Christmas episode, but we will be giving that to you next week with the finale of The Bachelorette. Um, that should be fun. I'll, I think I'll probably already be back home for recording. Um, I will be I will be back home, or I'll be getting back home as well. We'll we'll have to talk offline about how you know it might be a little bit later us recording. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Um, all right. Well, um, guys, that's been our show. You know what it is. Um, shout out to everybody that's listening. Shout out to everyone that's following. Shout out to everyone that's watching. Um, we love you guys. This has been Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.